Welcome to this episode of GGID. Today, the human library. Suppose that you could go to the library and instead of reading a book, you could talk to someone for a half hour or so. You could talk to an alcoholic to better understand what alcoholism is and does to people. You could talk to someone in a wheelchair, to a Holocaust survivor. That's the human library. The idea is to create dialogue and get people to avoid stereotypes or overcome them in a safe environment. In fact, the sweatshirt that they sell says it succinctly and judge someone. It is headquartered in Copenhagen, where it was started in 2000 by four young people. It began as what they call an event. In this case, it went on for four days for eight hours each and was very successful. Although the early years were slow, the idea took hold. One of the ways it did was that when Ronald Ebergel, one of the founders, began the Human Library Organization, which helped set up human libraries in other countries. It is now on six continents and in over 80 countries, including Kenya and Botswana. It's a nonprofit, of course, in whatever country it is, and it is staffed by volunteers. The books, or more accurately, the people who become the books, are volunteers too. It's such a magnetic idea. It makes one want to make sure that one's own library can participate and include human books. It's not only that it can be powerful and an easy way to open people's horizon and thus tear down the barriers of prejudice. It's also that its very presence feeds our creativity. It reminds me of Ray Bradbury Fahrenheit 451 and its land of the book people, where each person memorized a book and embodied it. We each have something to share or give based upon our experience, and the Human Library invites us to do so. Thank you for listening, and until next time, let's make sure that we notice all that's good out there.